Welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Drink a Little podcast where we talk about exploring the world of wine and spirits while not letting it take over your life. My name is Kelly Doherty. I'm a joyful child of God and a certified life coach. I'm also a wine educator and wine and spirits brand designer. I'll show you how you can navigate your relationship with alcohol and how that mindset spills over into the rest of your life. We'll learn about the world of wine and spirits together, all while bolstering your confidence that you can have boundaries around alcohol and live your most amazing life. This is episode number 26, and it is called Textbook. So we'll look at a textbook of life versus reality and what to do about that. So how this works is we'll do a little tasting and explore the textbook Napa Valley Merlot from the Pay family, and this is the 2020 vintage, and then we'll uh, do a little talk about it and see where we go from there. So this is a very scholarly looking label with very traditional edging that looks like one of those old library books from the early 1900s pretty fancy and it is called textbook and literally has a textbook on the front of it. So I do appreciate them for their clarity, classiness and simplicity on this Merlot. And the back actually says, um, this is definitely Merlot does have 20% cabinet, but it has flavors, textbook flavors of dried raspberry, cherry, with subtle notes of allspice. So we will give that a taste just now. We'll give it a little swirl and then we'll smell it. It's been bottled up for a little while. We need to (laughs) open up those aromas. And I do, I think subtle is not the word for the allspice, but it's, it's very concentrated. And in tasting it, um, I get a little more cooked compote berry flavor than they're they're expressing on the label, but it is actually beautiful. There's blackberry in there. There's raspberry, there's cherry. Um, The cab is going to give this Merlot a little bit of cab, giving it some structure uh, because this is really, it's somewhere between a medium body and a full bodied, but this is really a rich winter wine. And my plan is to, taste a little bit more, um, having it a little bit later with some roast chicken. And so I buy that rotisserie chicken at the store and then I make my own mushroom sauce to go with it. I don't know how much sense that makes, but that's what works for me. This would go great with, um, beef or chicken, beautiful with anything salty or garlicky, but I don't, I don't know what isn't, but (laughs) this is perfect winter example wine with something salty and garlicky. And so while I was tasting this, I was thinking, what does textbook mean as far as us talking about coaching and over drinking and drinking in general? And I love textbooks. I love books, audiobooks, all the things. And yet sometimes I want to throw them all out the window and do my own thing. So there is a cultural norm, textbook life. I have this in air quotes, textbook life that is shown on the socials, especially around January to drink a lot during the year and then have something called dry January. I'm sure you've heard of it. 
And that's one of those textbooks I'd just like to throw out. It doesn't make any sense. But um, again, my theory is what about living a lifestyle that is sustainable, that is in alignment with your values through all circumstances, through all months of the year, including December and January, just a thought. So I have a solid textbook plan for myself for damp January and damp December. Um, It may not be in a textbook, but a lot of us have been culturally molded that way in the last few years. So there's other molds that are maybe coming out of textbooks or um, coming out of uh, movies or something like that were molded to work a job, come home, have a few glasses of wine or a few cocktails during the week, and then go out on weekends, blow off all the steam, drink all the things and binge and possibly do things we regret. So whether that's coming from a book or the people around us or from a movie, it really doesn't matter. But what matters is that you question excuse me, your particular version of how life is, quote unquote, supposed to be that textbook version. Like, is this the textbook that you want to read from? Because we get to choose. And even when we turn to following or emulating successful people, their textbooks can only lead us so far. They can lead us a long way out of some valleys that we've created for ourselves. I do see that. And also, if the textbooks that are prime examples of how we want to live our lives are not getting us to ask big questions of ourselves, we're again following something else that may or may not fit for us. Someone else's dream or someone else's hope, and we're trying to kind of chase the next big thing. So I would just check in, are those textbooks working for you? And one of my biggest joys and biggest jobs as a coach is to ask impactful questions. And yes, of course, you can do some of this yourself, good journal prompts, ask those deep questions. And it is exponentially faster when someone else outside of your own brain asks you the questions. And then you have that freedom to dig into why you're doing something, how you feel about it, where you're going next, because then you can really tap into what's actually going on for you and not got not get caught up in your own stories. Sometimes if we're just kind of doing our journal and prompting ourselves, um, we get caught up in our own stories that don't let us move forward. We can't see the forest for the trees, as they say. And so if I asked you if you're drinking more than you want to, it's kind of uncomfortable. But in a personal setting, one-on-one, with no judgment attached to the discussions, you can quickly get to a level where the questions evoke what's really going on for you. And I've said in other podcast episodes that drinking is never about the drinking. Drinking is always about the relationship, the job, something that's going on emotionally with us, where we've decided to push the drink button too much, (laughs) a little bit too much to blot out some other things. And if we throw out the textbook of judging ourselves for pushing the button too much, we can lean in and look at it with a coach 
this is where discovery can open up, where it can begin. This is where true healing begins. And this is where there are no right or wrongs. There is no perfect textbook for this. And that's why it's very challenging for many people, myself included, who have grown up through an educational system where things are just right or wrong. The math is there. The trigonometry is there. You either answered it right or wrong. And I love to see people emerge from this dualistic thinking where there are only two possible contrasting realities. And they come to where they can decide on those next steps for themselves. Uh, One step at a time, openly looking at all the options. And of those next steps, those options are not in the textbook. And they absolutely look different for everybody. And yes, there are foundational basic habits where you can study successful people, find out that they work out, they don't overeat, they don't overdrink, they do such and such in the morning, Um, they get up at whatever hour and they listen to their team and they have a trusting and supportive partner. And it's very hard to build those foundational things without help. And I say that because I didn't do it without help. I'm, I'm still totally working on it. And I'm so thankful for the coaches and mentors along my path that helped me build my own book of what works for me. And I want to be transparent about it because I think a lot of times we have to, we feel like we have to figure things out for ourselves. And I believe that help seeking behavior normalizes other help seeking behavior. And I didn't say that. And I don't know who said that, but um, sounds amazing. So help seeking behavior normalizes other help seeking behavior. So if someone decides to go to a therapist, why in this day and age, is there still a stigma ever attached to that? And if someone wants a coach simply to help them get to the next level faster, this is brilliant help seeking behavior and not like what's wrong with you behavior. This is where you get to create the book and find your pathway that's never been discovered before. So to my knowledge, there's never been a podcast where someone drinks on it and we talk about not drinking. It works for me. It works for my clients and it doesn't work for everybody at all. Where is that space for you that isn't at the end of a textbook that doesn't work for everybody, but somehow is a right fit for you? It totally doesn't need to be in your career at all. It can be in knitting. It can be in your faith, a a place where people haven't gone before, or at least where you haven't gone before. But if we don't ask ourselves, what is the thing that we don't know yet? We don't even give ourselves the space to discover it. We almost shut the door before we even knew there was a door. So a picture in my mind is every business book you've ever read or nonfiction book you've read that you were trying to get some helpful information out of, not just the joyful nonfiction stuff, but those informational books, I take those and I picture them with like 20 empty pages at the back where I get to write my own stuff. Just that visualization of the empty pages opens up that that person is well-intended that wrote the book 
And how I'm going to apply it to me is going to be unique. How I expand on what they wrote is very important. That story is not over at the end of their pages. So today I just want to offer that the value in coaching is a loving person outside of your own brain because you cannot solve a problem you have with the same mindset, the same tool that created the problem in the first place. And sometimes it's scary to change your methodology, to change your way of looking at life. So I don't want you to get rid of all your books. I certainly didn't say that. I have a whole library of the audible and the physical that I adore. But the bigger the textbook in your head, the things you were culturally and school-wise trained, look at those methodologies and see what if it is helping and what if it can you throw the textbook out and write your own chapters. You've got all those extra pages. You know, you might only need one page at the end, but I need 20. So (laughs) I'm so curious to see you write your own chapters and what is next for you. So keep me posted on that. And don't do everything by the textbook, even though this is a fantastic wine. (laughs) Okay, that's what I have for you, my beautiful friends. Next week, we will be tasting the 2022 Four Graces Pinot Gris from the Willamette Valley of Oregon. So I can't wait to see you then. And if you're working on defining how the chapters of your life will look and what textbooks work for you and what ones you want to throw out, I do teach to a deeper level. I have a one-on-one coaching program tailored to your needs where we cover how to stop over drinking, how to love yourself for all the right reasons, and emotional well-being. You can DM me on any platform or go to kellydoherty.com forward slash cheers to learn more.